0: Today on The Breakdown, it's main event madness here at Breakdown HQ, where we take apart one hand from the final table of the World Series of Poker. Main event, there were many eventful hands for sure. This one had a lot of very interesting decisions, could have cost someone a lot of money, maybe did, but Jan-Peter Yachtman and Daniel Holzner are going to go at it, and these guys have got Pretty, pretty, pretty big hands. And also, their cards are good, (laughs) that's right. They have slightly deformed hands, size-wise, almost like party favors. Like they're wearing gloves, they cannot be real. Um, No, they they have pretty big hands. And you know, on one level, it's a cooler. On another level, where's the rest of the pot? On another level, oh my god, the ICM, the money, the this, the that. So many interesting decisions, so many interesting spots. It's a star-studded event, and it's taking place right now on the breakdown with Grand Dennis. And John hey, yeah,
1: of course, star-studded. You said, it. You said it. it. was Jan Peter Yachtman and Michael Holzner.
0: Uh, Daniel Holzner. Daniel Holzner. Michael is right. Holzner is my father. I'm Daniel Holzner. Right, of course. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> sorry, Mr. Holzner.
0: That's also my father. Mr. My John. other father. All right. I have two fathers. Um, it's not not weird. Sir Holzner? Sir Holzner, that's my, that's my knight. <laughs> <laughs> you just own a knight? Sure. I own the knight. Like with a no K, you mean? Well, I'm going back and forth on it. You're not sure yet? It's a little bit of this and a little bit of that. It's six of one, you know? Yeah. Or some people I say six of one half, dozen of the other. <laughs> people say that. Like you mean they're saying six of one half? Yeah. And then they take a pause and they say "dozen" of the other because they don't understand what's, what's being said. Which happens a lot in the world, Grant. People say idioms, don't really know what they mean. You, know, you feel me? I'm trying to think of one to misuse, but it, I couldn't quickly do it. Well, a lot of people say hone in, for example. Ah. H-O-N-E. That's incorrect. It's home. H-O-M-E. Home in. Actually. Well, there's
1: also the one that you and I and everybody else who thinks at well, no. That, one. that one's less obvious. Yeah, okay. That, we can talk about that in a second because I think a lot of the audience doesn't know what you're talking about. Oh, well, I hope they don't. And they'll, they'll learn. And I won't be mad at them for misusing that yeah. one. What I am mad, and you and all other people who care about like the use of the word literally and correctly yeah, and stuff sure. like that, we're mad to those of you who use it this way when you, it. You, when you say you could care, care less. When you, yeah, you say could. you could care less. Yeah, that
0: is, we really hate Because that's
1: not that. what you fucking mean. You, you don't mean, the mean that. You idiot! <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's really bad. Hear the words that are coming out of your mouth, please. Yeah. please.
1: You, you couldn't care less. That's right. what that's what you mean to say. Because
0: if you could care less, that means you care. Yeah. There's there's levels below of the the current level of caring you have. Which are less than this. You
1: actually might care about this thing more than anything else, based on that statement alone. Right,
0: right. I love her so much, I could care less about everything else. You could say that, Yeah, but you can't say, I love her so much, I couldn't care less about her. That doesn't make any sense, unless you care about nothing, ever. I think you messed that up. I love her so much I couldn't care less about her? Like no, you said I, it, I
1: love her so much I could care less I about couldn't. Oh, I said couldn't, I her. I couldn't. Oh, couldn't. Couldn't.
0: okay. How I dare could. you? I thought maybe, maybe you should think about the words that are coming out of my mouth. I don't want to anymore.
1: <laughs> People have to do that when they listen to this podcast, and that's enough of a burden for it's society. It's
0: joy for some and a burden for others. Yeah. And that's the way the world is. That's how the great wheel turns, you know? Yeah.
1: There's, uh, there's stuff that's just like it sounds like other words that it's not, and it would make sense if it, like... Um, Nipped in the bud. Mm-hmm. You know, people might think it's nipped in the butt.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, there's a, the classic champing at the bit versus yeah. chomping at the bit. Right, chomping feels natural. It seems right. It's not. Yeah. I mean, I don't really. What does it even mean to champ at the bit? That's what horses do. They what? champ. They don't chomp. Why? That's their teeth. That's just the that's the term. What do you want from me? Why is anything called? Why is Nike called Nike? I don't know.
1: Because it's the it's, word it, it has a nice ring to it. But let's talk about. But Decimate. in Australia,
0: it's Nike. It's Nike? Yeah. Did is it you, really? Yeah.
1: In Australia, they say Nike. Huh.
0: Those bastards. Yeah. How dare they? Probably Minnesota, too. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Minnesota. So um, let's talk about Decimate for a second. All
1: right. So when people say Decimate, they use it like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. Like, the... I'm not going to go there. Never mind. Uh, wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. I, we all know where you didn't go, and it's offensive. Yeah, you I know. You really broke something, and I don't know if you can fix it.
1: It's too late. It's fine.
0: <laughs> like... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I mean, to use a
1: similar example, Pearl Harbor was decimated oh, right. when, the, when the Japanese attacked. That's, that's it, how
0: we use it, right? Which, yeah. We basically mean it, to, we use it to mean almost the opposite of its actual meaning, we, like 90% of something has been destroyed. Is we, what we mean, we, we mean
1: obliterated, right? When we or say. Near,
0: or decimated isn't completely obliterated, actually. It means something's left behind. But, yeah. the, but in popular lexicon, it's, it's used that just a little bit is left behind when, in fact, it's the opposite.
1: Right. It's just 10% has been removed.
0: Right. That's still really
1: bad, though. It depends.
0: Well, if we go and, you know, line up everyone in your workplace and kill one out of every ten of them, it's going to be noticeable, isn't it? So you? Want, so you, just you well, it could <laughs> be you. It could still be you. Yeah. That would be, you no. Know, I'd be like, damn, that's 50 estimated, fifth estimated. Quintesimated. Quintesimated. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get quintesimated. No, you could, though. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. It's a numbers game, like uh, Deal or No Deal. Yeah, or Tinder. Or Tinder. Different kinds of numbers games. Yeah. But both rewarding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> deal or No deal is very rewarding mostly to watch because of how charming Howie Long is.
0: Howie Long really found a second career, didn't he? What was his first career? It's not career? Howie Long. It's Howie Mandel. Howie Howie, Howie Long Long's the is a football player. A yeah. yeah, different guy entirely. Yeah.
1: What was what was Howie Mandel's first career? He
0: was a stand up comedian, a very a successful stand up comedian in like the mid to early eighties. So kind of like Around the same time as Andrew Dice Clay? Yeah, maybe just a little bit after that. And his big gag, his most famous gag was he would take um, a glove, like a hospital glove, you know, that like a yeah, medical I know what a glove, hospital whatever, glove, is. put it on his face and blow it up with his nose so it would get all full of air and then talk as he was doing it. And like people thought that was very funny. It probably was.
1: So basically Gallagher. He was basically Gallagher. Well,
0: he wouldn't ex- it wouldn't explode or anything.
1: Right, but it's, he's just, he's Carrot top. He's relying on bits. No, no, no,
0: no, I think that was his one physical thing that he used, but that was like the famous Howie Mandel thing.
1: People don't do that anymore, those things, because they're not actually funny.
0: I don't know that that's true, any of what you just said. I okay, think well, I do do that still, and I think some people do think maybe, it's funny.
1: Maybe, maybe I just don't get suggested those things because that's not the type right. of comedy I'm interested oh, in.
0: Oh, yeah, the algorithm has learned me, and so nothing else exists. That's Grant's head. <laughs> that's I your mean, head, buddy.
1: Existence is simply what I perceive before me. Wow.
0: The way you said it, speaking is the best of part. that, yeah,
1: Hosier's in this hand.
0: Take me to church. <laughs> nice, <laughs> yeah, really nice. You wanted that so bad. Yeah, I
1: did. It's Holzner, but I want to say Hosier, like yeah. the band. That also, does that you, wanted, you
0: wanted it, you wanted it to be Jan Peter. Yachtman, but it's not, it's yachtman. Yeah, but you want have, yacht because you love
1: the water. I'm a, I'm a yachtsman. Yeah, I'm a big yacht fan. I love yachts. I, yeah. I subscribe to Yacht Daily, which is a daily magazine. It's <laughs> and it's print, printed. Print, yeah, print it's only. Printed. Yeah, 300 pages. Mailed out, mailed out. Each
0: day. <laughs> and it's glossy.
1: Yeah, and it's just pictures of yachts. <laughs> how much does that cost?
0: What's the subscription on that thing? It's like $400 a month, which I think is cheap for how much you get. I mean, you get something every day. Yeah. It's still like 12 bucks a day. Yeah. I mean, if it's that good though is there is it are you one of those people though who's in it for the articles or the or the photographs That's I mean yours. it's
1: the pictures of the yachts baby yeah hit me up
0: the question is how do they keep finding that many yachts to it's mostly 100 page there's magazine? like
1: five yachts and they just take different angles yeah. you know and like a chair
0: on the yacht could be a, a three page spread to be the photographer whose only job is just to take multiple angles of the same yachts or the same five yachts and yacht daily is just paying out every single day bank 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 you know yeah now yeah, it's it's a privileged position. Yeah. Cash register sound. Cash register sound. Cash register sound. Nobody knows what that is anymore. <laughs> that sound doesn't exist anymore. It's true. Now it's the it's your, your card th- to remove your card from the thing sound or the card. <laughs> Give me a break. Your,
1: you your, your, your implant has <laughs> informed us that you're <laughs> transmitting <laughs> currency to us. That's what happens in your
0: brain. Because <laughs> your <laughs> brain implant does it your brain plant? <laughs> yeah, your brain implant. That's going to be what they call it, right? The brain plant. They're not going to call it an implant. That's dumb. Brain plant is so much better because it could be like a could be like a vine or something. Yeah. It could be like a tulip in your head.
1: It's kind of like... And you look like, kind of like a Last of Us zombie, but it's fine. Oh. But it's fine
0: because you can buy stuff with your head. <laughs> 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 so it's worth it. There's a whole thing I just didn't do about microchipping. I'm just going to leave it. Well, it's it. not because it seemed like there could be some, some humor to mine, but then I was like... It's just too far down the crazy bandwagon. I don't want to go there. Yeah, we never want to go down crazy bandwagons on this show. You know, the thing about you is you're not as supportive as you could have been right then. It's cordyceps, by the way. Cordyceps. Cordyceps, by the way, Grant. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. couldn't remember what it was until just then. That's why I said it then, because obviously it's a bit of a delay since you brought up the last one. Yeah, it is quite a bit. (laughs) But I was like, it's cordyceps something. What is it? It's cordyceps something. It's cordyceps. I mean, of
1: course, you've seen the actual real cordyceps in planet Earth, right? Um A little bit. It's pretty creepy. Yeah. The zombie stuff that yeah.
0: they do. It's fucking cool, though. I mean, it's an interesting thing, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think the, the ants or whatever that they take over, the spiders, I don't know, whatever, what do yeah, they all, take over? All sorts of different bugs. Okay. Do you think those bugs are completely gone? Or do you think they have some sense that they are like, I have no control over things and I must watch things, much like the end of being John Malkovich with John Cusack. I genuinely have
1: no idea. Obviously, they're dead by the end when like they're yeah. just a husk and the, the stuff is growing out. Right. But I don't know. Up until that point, I don't know.
0: I think it's better to be um, sort of forced to watch a TV, TV of your own life for a little while and then die, than just be dead right away by the... Zombie mushroom stuff, though, right? If you had to pick. Mm. Don't you want to see all the carnage you create? You're like, I wonder what that person tastes like that I'm eating. I don't know. I can only watch. (laughs) (laughs) You know, stuff like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Let's hope the last of us doesn't come true, you know?
0: Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. (laughs) That would be really, really great. Because, you know, there's all these things that we worry about. But then shit like that would be real problematic. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, the inflation, the economy, the, the, the things, which, you know, aren't, aren't amazing. But, like, attack invasion by the mushroom people is worse. That's
1: kind of what it. By the way, for those of you who haven't seen The Last of Us, Jonathan and I both believe it lives up to the hype.
0: Oh, my God. It it's really fabulous. Yeah, it's really good. One of the best shows of the year. And, you know, I don't say that lightly if you listen. I really care about that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, it's. I think it's number two for me behind season four of Succession, and it was. I had to think long and hard about who was going to be number one. That is saying something, people.
1: And guess what? This final table could be called the Last of Us because we're playing oh. down to a winner, to the last of them of us. Yeah, but well, eventually there'll be two, and there'll be the Last of Us, and then it'll well, be
0: us. Though is inclusive, but are you there?
1: Well, I'm saying they are saying that to each other.
0: Uh, also, you could say we're humans, and they're humans, and so it's the last of us. But but,
1: but there's no. other people doing stuff huh. still.
0: Huh? It's the last huh. of the tournament. No, right, right. Yeah, I don't know if it fits. I think Succession is better, actually, as a thing that they could be talking about, right? I think uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, actually. It makes more sense. Season 16 all episodes now streaming. It's like the, it's like the Simpsons
1: of, of yeah. non-animated TV. Somehow they just are just going to keep making it forever.
0: They almost didn't have a season two, you yeah. know, because they didn't want to have Danny DeVito on the show. And the heads of Fox said, you know, it's Danny DeVito or no show. So you're going to do it or whatever. And they were like, okay. And then they had Danny DeVito and he came for three days and they'd shoot everything that he was going to do for all this, for the entire season in three days. And that now he's actually there for real.
1: What an interesting, famous person. Anyway.
0: Yes. He's really made that work for himself, hasn't yeah. he? Getting on that show really worked out for him, though. Like, that was a weird choice for him yeah. to go on that show. and Yeah. He's good at being
1: gross on that show.
0: Yes, sure. he is. He's really He really embraces it. Apparently, that is kind of who Danny DeVito is to some degree. He anyways. does night crawlers. You know, he's, he's out there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, good I for hear, him.
1: I hear. Good for him. Anyway. You know, those Hollywood whack jabs. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's talk about it. There's nine left in the main event, people. This is a big deal. I mean, of course, in real time, the main event has concluded. But at the time of this hand, there were nine remaining.
0: As we record this, it concluded yesterday, to be clear. Yes. So. Uh, with the winner being Daniel Weinman. Yes. Congratulations to him. Congratulations, indeed. Is his name Daniel? Because is it, it is. Was Holzner's first name, Daniel, also? It is, is Daniel Holzner and Daniel. There are two Daniels. Is the, that allowed? You know, if someone else is sitting at the table and is just thinking about one of them, it's like, damn, Daniel. They'll both be like, what? And then, you know, like, Dean Hutchinson will have to explain who he means to the whole table. Wow,
1: that was a good cultural reference, the, the damn Daniel. Damn Daniel. Yeah, but the,
0: also the fact that there's two Daniels. That's new. The it's a new one. So a lot of things happening in that very small sentence. Okay. So
1: Ruthino suggested this on Discord. Yeah. You can join our Discord by using the link in the description of this podcast. It takes you right there. It's Good. easy to set up. It's are you, fun.
0: Are you okay? You're like rubbing your eye a lot. I'm worried about you. He's been I, rubbing his eye for the last like 30 seconds, people.
1: I rubbed my eye twice, <laughs> and it was over the course of maybe three seconds.
0: <laughs> and How are you? Are I'm, you okay? I'm fine. There's Is your just, eye okay? Yeah, it's fine. I, the people can't see. It looks bad. I'm just going to say it your eye looks really bad. does not. It's fine. It's red. It's swollen. Is it bleeding? <laughs> There's little mushroomy fungi. Oh, okay. <laughs> well,
1: I feel like eating <laughs> people. Anyway. Anyway. Yes, so Ruthino suggested it on Discord. Use the link to join Discord. You can suggest hands. You can talk poker. You can shoot the shit. Mm. You can do all sorts of stuff there. It's fun. Yeah. All right, so nine remain. What's the ninth payout? It's like 800K or some shit. $900,000 has already been locked
0: up to all uh, the players.
1: This has been tread upon over social media, but we might as well have our take on on the pay structure. Yeah. Because... It seems very clear that because it was the largest main event in history, they very much wanted it to be the largest first prize in history, and that informed how they set up the pay structure, which is an even more absurd version of how tournaments are typically structured. Correct. Which feels... I think it's ultimately going to work out for them. That's good for them to do that, and that's why they did it. Mm -hmm. Like They want to advertise this level of payment, but... Uh, so a lot of people are complaining about how, you know, six and a half million for second and 12.1 for first is ridiculous, which of course it is. Yeah. And 900K for ninth in a, in a 10,000 player field where first is 12 million is obviously ridiculous, but it kind of speaks to the improvement of structures over time that they had to do that in a larger field
0: than the Jamie Gold year in order to make it work. Uh, it's. What do you mean? It speaks to the improvement of structures over time. There's. There must
1: be more people being paid out, or the, some of the lower payouts are higher than they used to be because the Jamie Gold year, which was 12 million, yeah. which they were trying to eclipse, should be if they were using the same
0: structure, automatically eclipsed, right? Right. Yeah. So no. They started paying out. I think more. Just a more min min cash type. Yeah. Stuff. I think that's like, what for, it is. By a significant amount. They like went to fifteen percent of the field. It used to I be ten percent or something. Yeah. I think yeah. that's that's where it all which was
1: obviously from. the right thing for the poker ecosystem
0: at no all times. Question. No At question. all times. I mean, so let's let's dive into this a little bit. So yeah. So ninth place nine hundred thousand. First place twelve point one million. First question. Is there any actual value in being able to say it's the biggest first prize ever? Does anyone actually care? Does anyone care more about poker? Watch more of it on the stream or whatever? Anything at all to do with in any way aid the poker economy because they can say that versus if it was ten million dollars?
1: No, I think ten million would have the same effect. I do too. Um, I have a feeling eight million would have the same effect. I think ten million is kind of a key number. Like I think there's a difference between ten and, and below ten.
0: I think it's all fine, but fi- but even so, if we could. If we make first place ten million, that's two point one million you could give out to the rest of the final table or the the you know the next nineteen yeah. places hundred thousand dollars to every every place, you know obviously you wouldn't do it equally, right. but whatever like that would be a big deal already. That would already be a good start. Every other tournament, of course, pretty much ninth place and first place are about a ten x. This is over twelve x. This is like a thirteen x. And second, and the first is almost two x, which is just absurd, incredibly insane, just yeah. insane. Um, to go from Third, fourth to third is 33%. Uh, third to second is a little over 50, and then second to first is over... It's not, it's not a 2x, but almost a 2x. It's like yeah. 95%. Yeah, 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 It's 6.5 million to 12.1. These are just... There's just no reason to do this. I mean, what they end up doing is, first, they take 7% rake from everyone, right? So that's already an insane amount of money. Yeah. And then they put 30% of the money in the, the final table only. Like... That's a crazy thing to do, in my opinion. That's, it's bad for the overall poker economy. Exactly. Like, it's obviously good for the people who finish in the top five. Yeah. It's really good for them. But I think it makes the main event not nearly as good an event to play as we all think of it as being. With When you combine all these factors together, and it takes, you know, nine days of your life and all these other things, too. And I think mostly, you're pretty happy if you make it to nine days. Of course. But, like, a lot of times you don't. A lot of times you can... Like, I remember when a friend of the podcast, Matt Matros, made it to day six, Years ago now, right? I remember actually watching him bust out. Um and uh and he ended up and this was when it was a seven day event, I think. Like he finished he was like in the top like forty or something like that, you know. And he ended up making like seventy-five thousand dollars like total. And he was yeah. like, I got like I outlasted almost everyone and I got a seven X on my buy. And he was like pretty Yeah, and he, and he played all those days. He was like pretty unimpressed with that. Yeah. I think that that's pretty fair. Yeah. Like you really need to go crazy crazy deep to be able to get the riches of this. You could play this event every year for the rest of your life for 40 50 more years and just never get that just out of, you know, l- bad luck because right. so many people are playing, you know, and it's just a tournament. Like obviously there's a lot of luck that goes into it. I I'm wondering and also by the way you have to pay taxes on these things. Like there's I wonder how great a value the main event ultimately is. I know it's a crazy thing to say, because when you play it, you're sitting around, you're like, oh my God, these people. But when you get to the last, you know, day four, five, six, uh, most of those really bad players are gone
1: too, right? Are you saying the main event or just tournaments in general? Because it's not like that different, even mm-hmm. though the pay structure was more top heavy than your average mm-hmm. World Series of Poker payout structure, it's still, it's not that
0: different. That's fair. I'm um, th- saying a little bit more of the main event than other things, partially because they're that 7% on $10,000 is a lot. I guess it's... I know other places take bigger percentages. Yeah, 7% from a
1: tournament perspective.
0: Seven, yeah. Like, if you... Th- 7% is fine. If you don't yeah. think about the total number of yeah. dollars, it's not that that's bad. That's true. No, that, that's actually fair. Um, I think also just the time you have to invest into it. You know, like, well, it's I'm, so many days. But you wouldn't trade
1: the structure, would you?
0: I think it's good to have an event like this. Yeah, we need to have this event. It's, it's like the having, main event. I also like having turbo events. You know, I want to have both. Yeah, so but there's room for that. Yeah.
1: like So I don't think we should complain about the main event structure being too good.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I just wonder about the ul- the ultimate value because it takes so many days and it's like so tiring. There's just a lot going on there, you know? I think the... I think there's not a great
1: argument against the main event being a great value tournament. I think there might be some better value tournaments in the world Mm. probably played in the same venue in the same time frame. Yeah, possibly. Like, like the only two that I can think of are the two that I know you're thinking of. Ah, yeah. Monster Second Millionaire Maker. Oh, I actually did not think those are the two you were going to say funny enough. But I think those might be the the best value
0: events in the world. I thought you were going to say the seniors event. Oh, well, ten.
1: I didn't even... I, I was considering...
0: Events Open with, events? Without restriction. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, fair enough.
1: Monster that's Second cool. Millionaire Maker, are probably the two best value events in the world, in, if, if they aren't the main event is. Mm. That's all fair. As far as the quality of the field and the size of the prize pool and the structures that you get. And there's been a lot of complaint, um, actually spearheaded by a friend of the podcast, Angela Jordanson... Mm-hmm. who was saying that, like, you know, Daniel and Granu and all these pros are wanting more turbo events in a lot of cases by the World Series, and they've gotten their wish in a lot of the $1,500 and, and 2 dollars and $2,500 events that are not named events, you know? They're yeah. just like the Monday 2500 are day one 40-minute levels now, right? They used to always be hour levels. Yeah. Um, so you, that doesn't happen in the Monster Second and Millionaire Maker. They've been preserved... In, yeah, they will be. In, I like, they've been fossilized such yeah. that like there will always be a great structure in those tournaments. Mm-hmm. You know, so those are great
0: value tournaments, obviously. Yeah, those. I mean, those are pretty incredible. Yeah, value tournaments for sure. Um, maybe it comes back to just in general, it's hard to make a great hourly in tournaments versus cash. I think, like, because you have to put so many hours into tournaments, and things can go bad in a in a. In a I, there's no. Nanosecond. There's
1: no reason to complain about that though. You could I'm not just, actually complaining
0: about it. I'm just talking oh, about yeah, it. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. But I think like
0: I play tournaments as yeah. well as cash, you know, like I'm just saying. But I'm like thinking out loud about it. If
1: I didn't have a wife and a kid, yeah, and I wanted to invest my time fully in poker and really like go for like, I'm gonna be as good of a pro as I can be, which I've never done in my life. I've always had kind of something else going on, at least a little bit. But if I really wanted to do that, I think it's very simple and obvious that you should do both. You should play cash probably more hours than tournaments, but Anytime there's good value tournaments, you got to take your shot. You know, like if you if it's not going to hurt your bankroll to buy into that tournament, like it, there's good reason to take shots.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure that's true. Um, I think there there's at least a case to be made that if you get good enough at cash, um, that your hourly is just always going to be so much better. And if you get if you can play big enough at cash, then like. The shots you're going to be taking in almost any of these tournaments isn't worth it.
1: Okay, I'm thinking a bit more realistically, like
0: mm-hmm. not like I'm going to be playing with Tom Dwan
1: on high stakes poker in cash. Like, sure. Like if my cash tops out at like playing 1025 and stuff like that, right. Which is more realistic. Yeah. You know, like I'm not going to make the money in that game. Then can't, I not That you can make. It I can't. In I, two can't days or something I can't. I can't bank a million dollars in that game. Right. But I can definitely do that with the
0: same bankroll in tournaments. That's true. No question about it. Yeah. Um, okay. Fair enough. All right. Let's we could do this forever. Let's let's stop let's stop that topic. Let's talk about this hand because there's a lot going on. I think this stuff is pretty interesting. I do too, but like I want to talk about this hand too and I
1: do too. But really quick. Oh, okay. Just something that we touched on briefly there. Can we talk a little bit about the um, the worsening of the World Series structures on the non named events? Yeah. And how how do you feel about that? Maybe you haven't thought about that until this moment. But like just you know, if it's a weekday, fifteen hundred or twenty five hundred, they're doing forty minute levels on day one now. How do you feel about that?
0: I don't care. You don't care. No. Um, I think maybe if I was playing those events regularly, I would care. Let's
1: okay, let's pretend you are. Let's pretend you're going to the series for six weeks.
0: Yeah. You know. Okay. I think I wouldn't care anyway. I like I said, I actually like turbo structures a lot. So I like having better structures, but I don't mind having quicker structures too. Cause I don't like I used to play all the sit-and-goes at the Rio. You know, I'd play those like there was certain years I would just play those constantly and nothing yeah. else. You know, uh, you know, I'd play like Fifteen of those a day, or something like that, and uh, like maybe not fifteen, but who cares? That's not the point. Um, like that is an extreme turbo structure, you know. So some of those, it's like fifteen minutes, the blinds go up. Some of them, it's even less. But I wouldn't play that small. Oh, yeah. okay, but like so that's... to me, to me, that's actually good. It's like you get you get um, more reps in that way, you know. Like my variance is going to smooth out a little bit.
1: I mean, that's that's different when you're doing sit and goes, where it's like much easier to to win money than like these shot taking type tournaments.
0: I mean, look, there's an argument to be made that Turbo benefits someone like you or me, ultimately. No, I,
1: I, I've, I'm not really talking about you and me. Okay. Because I think that it's quite possible that those do benefit us. Yeah. Um, if we were going to be at the series for six weeks and we we're going to try to fire all that stuff, it would benefit us. Yeah. I would argue it does not benefit the poker economy in general, and it does not incentivize recreational players to play anything outside
0: of the named events. I think the World Series of Poker in general is bad for the poker economy. Really? Yes. Explain yourself. How is this possible? It is a great opportunity for the better players to take a lot of money from the weak players who come and give it all away, essentially, over a six-week period. That's what the main event essentially is, right? The main event is a great... opportunity. Is Basically, the money gets transferred from the worst players to the better periods, players, and the main event is, a, is just a very clear example of that. Obviously, once in a while... You're going to get some people who are bad players who win the main event or finish in the top 10. But essentially, the median player of the top 20 or 50 players left in the main event is very good. Yeah. And those guys are then essentially getting all that money of the fucking $94 million. How is that that
1: different than poker
0: in general? Uh, That's a good question. It's only – It's not. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly the same as poker in general. You're so you have right. no complaint with the World Series? No, as far as that's no, concerned. I don't. I don't. You're right at all. I'm just trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to take a stand on this, but no, you're right. It, it's exactly the same as poker. The, it's a it's it's hundred. That's what all cash games are.
1: All right? poker is the money filtering from yes, the bad players to the good players yes, over time. Is.
0: No, of course it is. It is all it is. It, in some ways, I would say, um, like a tournament like the main event with the structure is good. Is, is maybe a more efficient version of that. <laughs> but I agree. A million percent, it's all the same. Yeah. That's what poker is. Yep. So I, I, I'm i not allowed to complain about it as if it's the main event's fault or the World Series' fault. It's not. I would argue that cash
1: games are the most efficient version of that because there's mm. the, the variance doesn't hit you as hard as a good player. Like, it's In the, in the main event, there's a couple spots that could determine a huge amount of, of money for mm. bad players and good players. And that's not really the case in cash games for the most part if you're playing within your bankroll. Yeah.
0: You might be right. I don't know. I could... I could fight it, but I'm not going to. Um, I guess when I'm, when I, I've had a lot of complicated thoughts about the World Series re- recently, and part of it is this like weird prize structure. This we're gonna get the, make this the biggest first place ever. Even in, I'm like, obviously not a fan of that, hurting, hurting all the other players beneath that one spot. Yeah, why? Um, Also, they just announced... I think it was today, but maybe it was yesterday that they're now doing a Winter World Series in the Bahamas. Yeah. It's not going to get nearly the same type of recreational players, I would guess. Okay, but they're giving... There's another 20 bracelets or something like that. They have continued to water down the value of a bracelet as they have forever. Right. Like... It just is this money-making business, and seeing it as anything more than that, I think is problematic at this point. So I'm like trying to see it for what it is.
1: It's a money-making business, but it doesn't mean it's not one of the best poker destinations to go to as a pro or an amateur.
0: Yeah. No, that's true. But
1: I do think that this 40-minute level stuff, disincentivizes amateurs from taking a two-week trip to the World Series, and and they're like, yeah, if it's all going to be like that, I might as well just go for the weekend and play the monster stack.
0: I mean... I don't think amateurs are thinking that way or really have any awareness of like the difference between a 40 minute level and an hour I level. I think you're under not, I think you're underestimating. Like
1: when I say amateur I don't mean just complete noob. Yeah. You know, like just somebody who doesn't play for a living who mm-hmm. is, you know, relatively recreational but is interested in playing World Series events. Like I, a lot of players like that I think will take a week or two and go to the World Series every once in a while and maybe this disincentivizes that if they're like, well, the weekday tournaments are just not the same and they're not as good. Like mm-hmm. if I bust out of the monster stack, why would I stay to play this thing? that has 40-minute levels.
0: I mean, there's a million other tournaments in town if they want to play anything else anyway, right? I mean, I got to tell you, even the people who take a week off, I think mostly don't have a sense of structures the way you're talking. I think you do. Um, I think some people do, but, like, you are not the kind of person... Like, okay, I guess you and I sometimes have taken a week and gone and played, but, like, we're not the kind of person you mean, right? No. Right, because we've been pros. Yeah. And we have a poker podcast, whatever. Like, we're paying attention to stuff. I think very few people have a sense... Of that the monster that the Millionaire Maker has a better structure than uh, a lot of other tournaments, like at the Win, even I think a lot of people don't really know that it's just called the Millionaire Maker and it's got some prestige to it. And it's the World Series and that pulls them in. I, I think I, I really believe that. Well, the
1: Monster Stack definitely implies a good structure.
0: With it does name, with a name alone. It does. Well, it at least implies you start with a lot of chips. Yeah, but it also is a good structure. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, and people like the, but people like the idea of having a lot of chips anyway, right? Yeah. But like for example, I know. Here in Portland, uh, one of the clubs that we know pretty well will sometimes do a monster stack. Yeah, but they'll adjust their structure so it's literally exactly the same as any other. Tournament, well, yeah, right?
1: that's a that's a lot of it. But right, so yeah. I'm just saying
0: those do much better though. Like people all come out for that, right? Even though, just because it's called the give monster it track. give it a name. It works. Giving it, works. it a name works really well. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm a little jaded, I guess. That's with for all sure. the business aspects of this stuff, and this twelve point one million for first place, so you is just want another places
1: item. to host poker for free? I don't know what I Like, want. what do you? What do
0: you? I, I would like that. No, no, I don't mind them. I didn't say they can't make money. I'm saying I would like them to be better to the players than I think they are. So again, the World Series should not have made first place twelve point one million. Yeah, right. First place could have been eight million. It could have been ten million. Second place could have been five million. Like, there's this could have been better. Yeah. Like if it was eight and five and all the all that other money, that would have been another five, almost six million dollars that gets pushed down to the next whatever, all the places. Yeah, all of them. That would be better. I think that'd be better for the poker economy than Daniel Wyman and his backers get twelve point one million of it. Yeah. That's I, all. I agree. I agree. Anyway, I agree. here we are. That was a lot. Yeah, but you know, that's what we're here for. Daniel Wyman got like sixteen percent of the entire prize pool. There were over ten thousand people who played. That's wild to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind first place being 10% of the prize pool, I
0: think. Even that seems like a lot to me. But I've always felt that like, the top-heavy nature of tournaments is, is a little absurd. You
1: need a little top-heaviness, but I don't want it to be as top-heavy. Like, I feel like it, all
0: tournaments are too top-heavy, pretty much. I think
1: personally. they mostly are. Yeah. But I, like, we've, we've referenced this a lot, but there was that brief moment in time when the, uh, what was the Party Poker Millions did the thing where they did the same jump yeah, at the final everything. table. Yeah. Like, if if any if every structure just took that and did the same pay jumps they were doing up until the final table right. and then just had ninth through first be the same pay jump in each time, that would be fine. That would be fine. And the first place would still be big and good. Right.
0: Yeah. You can even add a little more first place if you really want to. Like yeah. Just a little, make it 2x instead of 1x for the last spot if yeah. you really want to. Fine. Like, make it a little more exciting to win. But, yeah. like, that's it. Anyway. All right, whatever.
1: Anyway, nine left. Ninth good place Lord. is,
0: like, $75. Something like that. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Hey, uh, Daniel Holster and Jan Peter Yachman, what would their attendance be? Good, um, sir. Holzner, I have no idea, so I'm just gonna say That That is shockingly close. It was 25000 dollars coming in. That's really good. Okay. Do you, do you have a sense of Yachman?
1: Oh, I know he won a bracelet in PLO. Ah. Okay. He won like a 5k PLO bracelet like
0: eight years ago or something. Nice. So I'm gonna say 1.2 million. Very good. 1.9. Okay. I think he did well enough on those. Sir. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, let's get into it. All right. 600- Essentially. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, Chad McVean. Yeah. You're doing know, Chad McVean.
1: Sure. 600K, 1.2 million. Those are the blinds. Right. Take Me to Church has 24.3 million. He has aces plus one. Good. So he's, he's got 20 bigs and the dream hand, the aces, <laughs> the ace of hearts and the ace of clubs. Yeah. He min opens. Do you have any arguments for shoving in this event with aces here? It seems bad to shove with aces here in this event. Do you think there should be any 20 blind shoves from plus 1 in this event? I don't think there should be. Okay. No.
0: There's we have two hour levels. I guess if we're the clearly the worst player at the table, we should be shoving 20 blinds sometimes. Yeah. If sometimes we if eight, we, 100 100 we recognize ourselves
1: hour. as the worst player at the table, then we should do like an exploitable range, but it doesn't matter cuz like like 8s, 9s, ace king, ace queen, whatever. Like but but min open aces.
0: Right. And maybe min open aces and like a few other things, yeah. right? Like king queen suited or something right. like that, right? Um, hands that we would really like to see flops with, don't want to put it twenty blinds in with, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I would be I would think any hand that calls our twenty blind shove here is probably three betting us anyway. So why would we want to blow away anything else that may come along, three bet us, et cetera, you know?
1: yeah, I mean, What hands hands like eights and nines
0: in the big blind. In the big blind, can decide to call. That's true. There's a a few hands from the big blind specifically that might call, like ace-queen might just call, right? And if we shove, maybe it calls. Actually, it probably is going to find Ace-queen's probably going to fold anyway, honestly, the way these guys have been playing, right? Um, Yeah. But maybe it calls. If it's Ben, he's calling. When
1: plus one shoves in the main event with nine left, you probably should fold 20 blinds, ace-queen, in the
0: big blind. Unless you've seen him shove a lot. Yeah. If he's shoving a lot, they're fine. Yeah, then it's different, Yeah. yeah.
1: Anyway, Holzner opens to Min, at, Min sure. off of a twenty blind stack. Good. It folds to Jan Peter Yachtman, the y- German, the the Yachtman. He's got ninety one million. He's sitting pretty. Yeah, he's doing you good. You know, feeling wonderful about life in general. Yeah. Um, he's in the small blind with two tens. Okay. And I think it's an immediately strange spot. Like I think a lot of theory would say we're three betting and going with it. Yep. But that feels like a complete
0: punt in this scenario. Hmm. Do you disagree? Well. What what's our plan, though, if we're not doing that? We're going to... Because if we're not 3-betting, we're never folding, right? So we're, if we're not going to 3-bet and go with it, we're not going to 3-bet fold 10s. So that means we're, we're either calling or 3-bet going with it, With right?
1: the extra money, we do have the right price to set mine, and all, there are favorable flops that oh. don't include sets.
0: Oh. We do have the right price to set mine, yeah. don't we? I didn't think about that because it's a min open. We've already got uh, a quarter of it in there, and there's... Uh, there's some dead money in there yeah. too. There's two blinds of dead money in there. Yeah.
1: Oh. Okay. And then the big blind is likely to come along, which in, increases. If we're the, set mining, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Increases right. the value of our set mining.
0: Right. And if he does, if the big blind doesn't come along, we have a surprisingly good hand, where we, you know, we can obviously sometimes be screwed, but we can put, you know, we can we can really win some pots post flop here. So those
1: are some benefits, but I think the the bigger issue to me is the problems with three betting. Okay. Which. I think in general, if you're on ACR or some shit and you a you know, 20 blind stack opens in this spot and you have 10s, of course, go with it. Have fun. Blast away. I don't think many players, especially a guy with a 25K Hendon, is likely to be calling off worse or four betting all in worse. You're just hoping for ace king at that point. And there's yes. way too many hands. Like, jacks might do it too, and that's
0: not great. And I think nines probably isn't doing it. Like if th- he's got a 25K Hendon, he really might not go with nines. He may just fold nines. I don't
1: know if you're supposed to go with nines. Yeah, I don't know either. Like, that might be a punt
0: to go with nines. Like, it depends on who's three-betting it, yeah. I think, at this in this spot, right? Yeah. But it's very reasonable to fold nines because you're like, is he three-betting eights? If he three-bets a lot, sure, we're going with nines. But in le- otherwise, we're probably just Positionally,
1: also, Holzner open plus one, so yep.
0: it's... And we've only put in two blinds, we still have 18. We don't have to lose our mind here. We yeah. can just throw it away, it's okay. Yeah. Like, even, even though everyone's gonna see this in 30 minutes on the stream, they're gonna find out that we're folding this tight. We're gonna, if our stack gets cut down to 15 blinds anyway, right, we'll just go with it next time. Like, it's fine, like, we'll worry about that then, like.
1: Yeah, so I think that is enough for me to want a flat and like. And instead of folding, because yeah. we can obviously set mine in there are some flops that are really good, you know, like any gut shot or, or open-ender type flop is, is perfectly good to go with.
0: Okay, let's say um, you're Toby Lewis in your okay. spot instead of Yachman, and let's say... So I'm, let's cheating, say, I'm cheating with my glasses? You're cheating with your glasses. And let's... Okay, I'm doing a lot of things here. Obviously, I'm joking he wasn't cheating, of oh, course. I'm le- and let's say Holstner isn't Holstner, because him having that 25K hand in really means it's hard to imagine him ever putting in chips... You know, if we've got tens and, you know, like, and he's, and he's behind, except it, unless it's ace-king. That's yeah. it, right? Um, so we have to, so let's make him someone else. to so someone who's got some... Let's pretend he's Weinman. Okay. Right? Okay. So now these guys have got, played a lot. They've got lots of success. Weinman opens on 20 blinds. Min opens yeah. plus one. We're Lewis in the small blind with two tens.
1: We're Lewis. We're not Yachman?
0: We're Lewis. Okay. I don't know if it matters, but I we're Lewis. I don't feel like it matters. Okay, fine. I, I still like a flat better. Because you still think you may find some faults? Yeah. And I, I think people are generally oh, more conservative. The reason why I was saying it was Lewis, by the way, is because Lewis was three betting hands like King Jack and stuff like that. And people like Yeah, got but to that was that,
1: that was big stack versus big stack, or at least deep enough stack to yeah. like see flops with yeah, yeah, yeah. type stacks instead of frequent four bet shove stacks. Sure. Which this is obvious. This clearly
0: is. Okay. I think you make some good points about flatting here, I have to say, with the two tens Thank rather you. than uh rather than something else. If it's Pius Hines, I think, he, can, I think we can three-bet uh, That kid comfortably. can't spell
1: poker anymore.
0: Right, but if we make it six blinds. He's going to shove hands that are worse for sure, it, not just ace Yeah, game. 2010
1: Pius Hines. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm talking about.
0: He probably wouldn't now. I don't care about that. I'm talking about t- the Pius Hines we know. If it was
1: 2010, we'd be getting in with deuces here. Like, it was a different <laughs> world.
0: Okay, but I'm talking about that kind of a player, right? Yeah. So if, they're, if we're up against that kind of a player, a guy who is more spewy, more prone to call it off, more prone, more prone to go with things because it's twenty blinds anyway. Who cares? All that kind of stuff. I think we can three bet, get it in. But, yeah, I don't but think we those, should be more, but we need to be on top of this. I
1: don't think those players existed deep in the main event this year. Yeah, and I don't think right. they typically do in general. I mean, Macieras, maybe. Not well. We never saw him like having to navigate a small stack. No, he always true. had a big stack, so he yeah. was just playing big stack bully. Yeah. It's hard to say.
0: You're right. Anyway, okay, the call is at least fine and maybe good. I like it best of all things,
1: and that is what Yachman does. Okay. Big blindfold, so we're heads up. Okay. Aces against tens. Not a good spot for the tens, but it is a good spot for nitro betting. It's always a good spot for nitro betting because they give you the value. They make you so happy. Use the link in the description. Take me to church. It's (laughs) nitro betting time. Is that copyrighted? Am I allowed to do that? You're totally allowed to do that. Yeah. Okay. It's fine.
0: Yeah. It's fine. It's a religious
1: experience. Because of how good it is. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. You
0: clearly do not know what you're yeah, saying.
1: Yeah, I'm just you know, speaking words. But the, the, there's some truth buried in all
0: of... Deeply, deeply buried. Buried
1: in the hurricane of justice that I'm spewing is mm. truth. And the truth is that there is good value, if you use the link in the description, especially in the sports betting. They do cool stuff for our people in the sports betting yes. all the time. There's testimonials, if you ask, I'm sure. We have you know, one of our players who we actually know personally did well in one of those things. Yep. That was cool. Made $1,000 on a free roll in an NFL survivor pool. That's cool, man. That stuff, is cool. Stuff like I that happens. Yeah, it's actually... He, he might have sold it, but it's worth a lot more than 1000 now because that was like a low point for Bitcoin. Was, oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably worth 2000 now.
1: Yeah. Ha-ha. Ho-ho. Got him. And that's what you'll be saying when you sign up for Nitro Betting and trap somebody with a set in the Poker Guys monthly tournament. You'll be yep. like...
0: Got him. You'll be, be high fiving yourself. Yeah, because you're playing online poker. Yeah. You have no friends. There's there's no one around. You
1: nobody calls you or even texts you. They
0: call your home the fortress of solitude. You DM unironically. you
1: DM people on social media, but you never get responses. <laughs> it's okay. You're on
0: nitro betting. You 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 make little faces into your French fries to have someone to talk to. Yep, <laughs> they don't talk back. But you. They're, They're the not sentient,
1: and you know that in your heart of hearts. But you still make the voices. <laughs> you, you do, and then you close your metal door, and you lock it tight, and when the mailman comes, you freak out a little bit because you think it's possible that he's a spy for the government. Which but all is these, possible. It is possible, and it's probably true. You know what I'm talking about. Nitro betting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nitro betting. You can't trust anyone.
1: No, of course not, especially the mailman. All right. 7.2 million in the pot. Yeah. After we've got the open with aces and the flat with tens, 20 blinds effective to start the hand. It's a miracle for the German.
0: Hey, um, just quickly going back to preflop well, for a well, second. It's a weird non-sequitur now
1: because I just said it's a miracle for the German and they don't know why. Oh,
0: <laughs> you're right. Go <laughs> so ahead. This is a ten high flop. Yeah, ten high yeah. flop. He's going to flop top. All so. right, anyway. What are what's, you gonna- what's, would you do the same with jacks would you do the same with queens? Queens is where I'm definitely going. I'm definitely going with Queens. You can go with Jacks, too, I think, probably. I
1: think I, I am, but I wouldn't hate flatting that either. Yeah,
0: Yeah, oh. I agree. Because Jacks, 10, 10s probably can't fold, probably. Yeah. But 9s probably can. Yeah, that feels like the line, at least. Okay, cool, cool. All right. It's a miracle for the German.
1: 10 8, 4, 2 spades. Everyone's an
0: Aryan. <laughs> Everyone's blonde-haired and blue-eyed. Wow. And-
1: Wow, that's a different yeah, era was, of, of German that history. That was ridiculous. And we have a lot of German listeners, yes. and you just insulted all of them. No. Except for, except for a few. No,
0: I only <laughs> you insulted Jan-Peter Jachman, actually. Okay. Because we said for the German, not for all Germans. It's all a right. miracle for the German.
1: He has brown hair.
0: Yes. So did Hitler. And yet. Wow. I know. I'm sorry, Jan-Peter Jachman. I'm not claiming you feel any of these things. I'm sure you don't. You seem like a very nice man. What have you done? I just went. I just went in that direction. You decided he said you German because he go? said German, and it's a thing. I'm I'm sorry. Moving on. One of those days. Huh? We're gonna get called out on Twitter for this. <laughs> <laughs> you you are gonna get called nah, out on Twitter. No, no, no.
1: The problem for me is that people don't differentiate. They don't know who said what.
0: They call me Grant all the time to my face. Are you kidding? No one knows which one of us is. Which. Well,
1: that's that's like at our local club, but not. right exactly
0: yeah. where they should know us. Right, but but, but uh, in the rest of the world, they'll definitely know who's who. Well, see. At, at least, happened? you
1: know, what I'm not even going to say the name because of everything, but there is a, a known pro who took very, very yes. strong umbrage at an episode we did oh, where man. we were not, we were more critical, especially Jonathan, which yes. is usually the case, was highly critical. And as but only is, of his play, but as is Jonathan's nature, it came off quite dismissive. Sure. Um, and this guy got very upset. Very. Like, like emotionally unhappy.
0: Like extra.
1: Yeah. And we did extra. a lot. We did a lot to placate him. And uh, under yep. my under my direction, Jonathan yes. didn't want to do these things. I was
0: like, come on. But Grant was like, we have to do this. And I was like,
1: okay. Because I was like, you know, if it's actually affecting his mental right. health, you know, like I don't want to be part of that, yep. whatever. Jonathan was on board with that. Yep. But despite doing all of that stuff, trying to mend everything, despite, I think, being completely in the right. We went out of it. We went, we bent over
0: backwards, yep. I would say. Like we, we removed all the media from all the world and apologized and talked about where we we're coming from with him. And we really yeah. did the, did the work.
1: Still, even after all of that, he found Jonathan's Twitter and started talking shit at Jonathan. He's like, he's still doing stuff to us. And I was like, nope, that's to you. <laughs> so <laughs> oh,
0: some, that's right. some people do differentiate that's is that what is I'm true. saying. That is, that's a good point. You know, it may have been harder to find your Twitter.
1: No, I think it's. Oh, you're right. The, and it, clearly, you were the one that he was more upset with. It could with. have just
0: been a fifty-fifty. But
1: you know. know that you were the one who was more upset with. Oh,
0: I I know that, but I'm saying from him actually getting it right. Oh, it I see. Fifty. I see. Of it's course possible. he was, more but upset I think with he said think, everyone is always more upset with me. Grant. I think
1: he referenced specific things that you said. Like right. I didn't. No, 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 of course. So then it's not fifty-fifty. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> no,
0: it still could be 50-50. <laughs>
1: anyway. Anyway. Ten-eight-four. This is an obvious. Holzer's just out of the tournament situation, right? two yes. spades. Yes.
0: Uh, nobody has a spade. I guess we can hit an ace. Yep. That would do it. That's it. That's so Yach- we got
1: Yakman checks. Sure. As Holzner, what range are you putting Yakman on?
0: Um a lot of like suited Broadway and uh medium pocket pair type hands. Yeah, like
1: I hope it's not 10s 8s or fours.
0: Right. What are you going to do? We got yeah. 18 blinds here. Like and we're we're never folding aces. I know that, right? We can't on 18 blinds. So, like, yeah, I hope it's nines or king-queen suited or something like that, right? Yeah. By the way, I hope, I guess, it's, like, jack-ten suited. Yeah. then he has top pair or ace-ten yeah. suited, and, like, we get to put money in.
1: Yeah. Here. And Yakman was a little loosey-goosey, so he could even have maybe queen and king-ten suited. Great. Yeah. Uh, Holstner bets very small. Yeah. Which I think is a function of seeing other people do that and yeah, not understanding the, why. It's like the wrong board. It's the wrong money. board and the wrong range to do it against. Like, right. We might as well get more value out of those hands that are really supposed to continue against like, us. king-queen
0: suited that isn't spades is probably folding anyway, yeah. right? And king-queen of spades is never folding. Tens are never folding. It doesn't matter. Right. We should bet bigger. Nines better.
1: are never folding.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, but, like... Queen Jack, which is a gutter and yeah. overs, we'd like to charge a little more than basically the minimum.
1: Right. Queen right? Jack of diamonds, we wouldn't mind a fold from that hand. It'd right. It'd be fine.
0: Or, or at least we want to make money off it. Right, yeah. You know, we want to give it the wrong price to continue. We don't right. want to make it super easy. So
1: Holzner bets 1.8 million. Yeah. I don't like the size. I mean, how much is in the pot? 7.2. Oh, yeah. I think I, I like a three and a half here, something like that. I think it. I think at
0: least 50% of the pot is. Yeah. I think even four million is fine. Yeah, it's it's totally fine. Because like if our opponent has a 10, he just can't fold. Yeah. If he if he doesn't have a 10 or a strong hand in some way, he's always folding anyway. Right. What are we doing? I'd, like, let's bet more. Yep. Yep. This sets up an easy, easier turn decision. At too. least,
1: at least like 2.8, you know, like something a little bigger than yeah. one 1.8. Yeah. All right. Here's we, could, we could bet a lot. We could bet almost pot too. That would be okay. So we're in agreement there. Yeah. I'm gonna guess we're in agreement on the next thing too, which I'm is pretty sure. The Yachman should
0: absolutely raise. Oh my god. This is a
1: slam dunk. This I is mean, think LeBron about,
0: James. Think of we really so Yachman doesn't raise. Yakman yeah. calls. Let's talk about why hundred percent he needs to raise here. I feel like this isn't even providing value to the breakdown listeners. Our
1: listeners wow. like they all know the reasons you're supposed to raise here, but we'll do it anyway. Let's do it quick. I mean, if Holstner has no overpair, let's get more money in before scary cards come.
0: If Hol- Holstner, much like we were just talking with Yachman in like betting big, it's the same thing, really. Holstner either has a hand that he's comfortably going with or nothing at all. Yeah. Right. So the only good thing that happens if we call here is like ace king or ace queen spikes an overcard that isn't a spade. Right. That's it. That's not very many things. As opposed to if a spade comes and all our action is killed, which is a much bigger disaster against hands that we can get all in with right now. Right. We need to raise right now. I actually think we should just shove right now. If he's a hand he can call with, he's calling. If he doesn't, he's folding anyway. Who cares? Shoving
1: would be fine, but I'm fine with just a normal raise size too. It's there, all the same. Another reason is like, there's not really a lot of benefit against hands like Queen Jack of Diamonds if Holstner had that to, to just calling, right? Like he's the 25k guy is probably going to shut it down on the turn if he doesn't improve with right. queen jack of diamonds so we might as well raise and charge that because all that hand is going to do is beat us in the end right like if, if i mean it, if he
0: hits a queen or a jack maybe he pays us off maybe i mean there's maybe. more of those than there are nines yeah. in fairness but maybe he doesn't and i'm more concerned about all the other things we can get you know like let's i just i'm just so afraid of a scare card coming and us not being able to get the full double when he has a hand that can double us up. Yeah, he went from under the gun. He bet this board. Let's see if he has it. If he yep. has it, we get it all right now. Let's do it. I think we should make it like seven million, and that's fine. Seven million plus is fine. Anywhere, just go big enough that he, you're essentially committing him to the pot, and whatever you want after that is fine. I think a shove is is good too because it looks a little like weaker. It looks but, like spades. Yeah, but whatever. Whatever you want. Seven million like keep spades spades may just jam on us and keep spades around. It's not the end of the world either. We're a big we're favorite. In, we're we're in good shape. We're against happy. Spades. We're happy to get it in against spades. Um if we jam, we may lose spades, which is yeah. a little bit worse. Um, but it looks like we have spades. So like a ten is just always calling, right? If we jam. Well, an overpair is definitely calling. Oh my god, it has to. This hand is calling whatever we do. It's getting it in with us, whatever we Ace do. Ace is there. no spade? Yeah. Oh my god. Like he cannot wait to like Put it all in, especially
1: when Holstner bets this small. He has right. to. He has to be aware that that means that he's going to get raised more frequently, and he has to go with hands. I
0: wonder if he's actually making this tiny bet specifically to try and induce. Could be. I doubt it against Yakman though. Actually, Yakman is not that guy. No, as we see, because he just fucking calls with this hand. He calls. Come yeah. On.
1: Don't like it. Anyway, that's what happens. Feels like a mistake. Um, hey, some amount is in the pot, and I didn't write down how much. Well, but it's just three point six plus seven point two, so we can do that math, right? We're the poker guys. That's uh, it's eleven point. million. 3.6 plus
0: 7.2 is 11 million. Oh, I thought, yeah, 10.8. Whatever. Yeah,
1: that's what I thought. <laughs> 10.8 million. The turn is the seven of diamonds. Okay, so no, not a very scary card. Jack nine gets there, I not guess. No problem. I guess Yachman could have Jack nine suited. He's oh, a little loosey goosey. That's crazy loosey goosey. I saw him do some loosey goosey stuff, man.
0: Really, like yeah. that? Yeah, like that. Calling the 20 blind open. Not in the big blind with Jack sure. Nine suited.
1: I'm not sure about the twenty blind open, but he definitely was calling from weird positions with hands yeah. that I'm like, oh, I don't know about that.
0: I mean, I I felt like he played like a fairly recreational hold'em player, you know, and overall, right? Because so, he's a PLO guy, right? So he does a lot of flatting with hands that you probably should be flatting with, yeah. and so okay, fine. I think if he is Jack Knight suited, we're just gonna have to, you know, that just sucks for us. Like, yeah, whatever is my overall take on that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like at it's... This not a big part of his range.
1: Yakman's most likely holdings are a 10 or 9 or, or... spades. Spades, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and 9's just improved um, to have an open-ender. Okay. So, whatever. Anyway, Yakman checks.
0: Seems like we have a pretty straightforward decision. Am I crazy?
1: Holzner checks.
0: Wait. That was not the straightforward decision I was referring to. Yeah,
1: I think part of, part of what is inside of your statement is the sizing Holzner chose on the flop. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's not necessarily the only reason, but when you bet that small, Yakman has so many hands still that we want to charge that equity now. Like, if he has Queen-Jack, which he probably is going to continue for $1.8 million, we definitely want to charge that equity, right?
0: A million percent. We want to charge spades.
1: We want to charge nines.
0: How about a 10? We can still charge a 10. What's the point of playing aces? I mean, obviously, there's lots of points yeah. to playing aces. Of course. Why would I play aces? <laughs> But, like, what's the point of, like, and getting so little value here? We bet tiny on the flap if we check back the turn. These are spots where where we're ahead almost always, right? Not always, but almost always. Like, we have to get value when we're on 18 blinds. All right. To give Holder some credit. Or 17 blinds.
1: To give Holder some credit. This is a very bright lights, scary situation for a guy who has not had a lot of tournament success in his life. Yes. It's possible he's not really thinking about Yachman as the small blind and kind of thinking about him more as the big blind, in which case this is a much scarier card.
0: I mean, maybe. Maybe it's just that, like, he's like, I really don't want to go bust here. If I check back the turn, it's really hard for me to go bust here. Yeah. Like... I give him more opportunities to beat me because a spade can come, a nine can come, other things can come that beat, the ten can pair. There's so many bad cards, really. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what to be afraid of. And i am I just paying off on all of them? Am I folding on all of them? Either way, it's bad. Um, Yachman also does weird leads when you check back turn, um, where he bets, like, whatever he has on the river a lot. Um, maybe that's part of why he checks back, because he thinks, like, he's always getting a bet out of Yachman on the river, so... If we check back here, we're, we're sort of guaranteeing it and also pot controlling, but I wouldn't be interested in any of that. I would be interested in maximizing the value of my aces right now while the board is still not terrifying. Yep. So I would be betting essentially pot or bigger. Yep, I think I agree. Maybe maybe just move in even. Like, you got spades, fucking fold. You know, fine. You got a 10, you decide to call? Fine. Like, whatever. But something like that. Anyway, he checks. Okay. Fine. Fine. It's a brilliant fucking check concerning Yakman has tops that. Yeah. Uh, so ten point eight million in the pot.
1: Okay. The river is the seven of hearts, pairing the seven. So the so board now reads ten of spades, eight of spades, four of clubs, seven of diamonds, seven of hearts. Spades
0: miss. Yakman has a full house. Holster has to be really glad, happy with that card. That's a great card for him.
1: Yeah. If Yakman somehow has 10, eight suited, now he's winning.
0: Um, if it makes it hard for Yakman to have pocket sevens, which he could have called that yep. tiny flop bet with. Yeah. Um, but now there's only one combo of it. Spades don't come in. Queen Jack doesn't come in for a straight. Like nothing, nothing. That card only helps you.
1: Speaking of people who are happy with that card, how about Yachman?
0: With top full? Yeah, feeling pretty good. So what's the plan here? We're first to act. How do we do this? Okay, let's think about it. Can we get call? Are the hands that would call us here going to bet if we check? That's question number one. Such as overpairs, overpairs and tens. I assume a ten is betting if we check again, right? To get called by nines, to get called by a worse ten. If he has ace ten, are you not betting ace ten? Isn't that the same as betting jacks? I would probably
1: bet ace ten. You have to bet ace ten. I would probably wouldn't bet jack ten.
0: Okay, fair enough. King ten suited is really close, right? Yeah. Maybe in this, maybe with our twenty five thousand dollars hand, we're just going to check it, right? Um, so that's part one. Part two is this guy bets so small on the flop. I'd be a little worried. That he's not going to bet big on the river, and if we check raise all in, which obviously we're doing, he's just going to find folds. Maybe even with his fucking overpairs. Yeah. Let's bet ourselves and bet big and make sure we get value. Right. I agree with that. Okay, so we just have to do that. Yeah. So does Jan Peter Jakman? Good. He bets nine million into ten point eight. I I'm okay with that sizing. It's hard to come up with hands that are going to call us though. I got to tell you, what checks back the turn and and can call nine million? Scared guy overpairs. That's the answer. Yeah. Scared guy. Um, nothing else. Like, no, if it's Toby Lewis, we never get value. He always falls. Yeah. Because <laughs> he never has it, yeah. right? Um, Turns
1: out Holzner really
0: has it. He really, really has it.
1: He has aces with no spade. It is... The dream. The best bluff catcher available.
0: <laughs> Basically.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is there, I mean, I guess jacks with no spade is a better bluff catcher because Yaquan never has queens, pretty much.
0: Um, well, we unblock queen jack this way by, by having not jack. That's
1: true, but, but we...
0: But we do, but Jack, Jack nine, nine. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair
1: enough. Um, so let's just ask the question to be sure: Do we have to call as Holzner? Is there any shoving, and is there any folding? Okay, I don't think there's any possible
0: folding here because Let me start with that. because of the miss spades, the miss spades, as well as when we bet tiny and check back the turn, I think there's real value that thinks it's winning, which we are beating. Name it: tens, a good t- ace ten suited. If, why if let's assume for a second that Yachman is
1: a rational actor like economists did in the seventies. Okay. All right. Like and, and is really thinking this through. Yeah. Would you really bet ace ten for value almost pot?
0: At almost pot. You're saying the size. I mean this is the size he bet, yeah. Yeah. Um the reason to do it is to make it look bluffy. Right. To get called by? To get called by two nines. Um, hands like that. Maybe a worse. No, can't come up with a worst 10. It's really just two Does nines. Does he ever have King 10 suited here? Maybe. I I this, would th-
1: this kid might just be folding King Ten suited plus one. And by the way, he's yeah, probably he, supposed to Yeah, I think he is. I off, think off, of a, off of a 20 blind stack, he's supposed to. He is, he is.
0: So it's really so we're targeting nines. Would we really why would we bet this much to get called by nines? Nines may actually fold. Yeah, and that's as opposed to betting like four million. By the
1: way, that's six combos.
0: Right. <sighs> so we could so you're saying if we have a hand like ace ten we could check to induce? Yeah, I think that's a better play if we're Yakman. Okay. All um, of this to
1: say, I think Holzner has a hand that you have to put chips in with. Yeah. But there's a chance that he's not beating any value. Wow.
0: I mean, look. If we were saying it's possible that Yakman could even have jacks pre-flop here, do we really think he's not going to bet jacks for value on the river if it goes one point eight or to whatever? Called
1: specifically by Ace Ten suited and nines.
0: Yeah. I guess he could. And maybe maybe if somehow there's another 10 out there that we're not aware of. <laughs> you know, if he ever can have king 10 suited, sure, fine. That he just
1: did. can't, though. Come on. It seems hard to imagine.
0: But yeah, ace 10 suited in 9s. Um, the question thin. we'd have it's to thin. ask ourselves, the thing we have to ask ourselves as Yakutin is, um, how many bluffs does Holzner have if we check? Zero. If he has zero bluffs, then we should probably bet to get value from 9s.
1: But we're also just valuing ourselves, especially when we bet nine million. True. Like, we, if we have if he has zero bluffs, we can check fold Jack Ten suited.
0: Right. But we weren't saying we had Jack Ten suited. We're never. No, made. I'm
1: just talking about tens in general and Yachman's oh. range because you know we're
0: but trying. If we have, have Ace Ten, we're not going to check fold Ace Ten, right? This
1: can just to bring it back. This conversation is in the service of trying to find out
0: if Holzner can beat any value. If Holzner can be... Made. Right, so... Right. Okay, you're right. So we're getting a little off yeah. track there. Fair enough. Um, I have to believe that there is some value we can beat. I have to... By the way, watching Jan-Peter Yakman bet rivers after people take these lines where they bet, I mentioned this earlier, bet and then check the turn, he was betting all pairs, sometimes as bluffs it seems, sometimes his value it was unclear why he was betting at times. I didn't really know even.
1: So you think he would just randomly bet Jack 10 9 million? I'm not saying that
0: you would. I'm asking if you think he would. I don't know that he wouldn't. How about that? I'm not saying he would. I don't know for sure that he wouldn't. The 9 million is the one thing I agree that I'm tripping up on here. If it was a smaller bet, I'd feel more confident about it. Yeah. If it was 5 million, I'd feel way more like, oh yeah, you can have all this stuff. 9 million's a bigger bet. Yeah. So I'm not totally sure. I think It's just so hard to believe that we're not beating any value at all. It's just so hard to imagine.
1: It's though. a it's a meaningless conversation right. because I think actually it's possible that we aren't beating any value at this size.
0: We're calling anyway, but it
1: doesn't matter because he has enough bluffs when we bet 1.8 million on the flop. That, like, Jachim is the type of guy who is definitely going to bluff if he missed.
0: His story is really weird, too, to bet this much after we st- we look super weak. We look like we're always folding.
1: That, right. And beyond that, we have the best... We don't even have a spade in our hand. We have aces with I mean, no spade. God. We have to call.
0: Yeah, of course we have to call. But and, and let's be clear. Go ahead. Do we have to call, or could we race? That's, that's what I was just about to get into. That's what my let's be clear.
1: And on. I think the previous conversation about if we can beat any uh, value tells me, no, we should
0: not raise. It seems like a really bad idea to raise because it's possible... Yachman has ace 10 or jacks. Let's say he has ace 10 and decides to bet 9 million. Yeah. Just go with that for a second. I understand that's maybe questionable. We move in. Is he calling? Shouldn't. Probably shouldn't, right? Yeah. What when he, when he, when he knows about us, if he knows we have $25,000 in hand into our name, coming I mean, of, into this? of course
1: he knows that, right? Right, like, of course.
0: A million percent he knows that. Yeah. So like, he's like, oh, I got screwed. It yeah. was a good check back, I guess. No need, to, no need to compound this error. Right. Right. And he folds. So I don't think we could ever move in. I think it's like, especially the way we play this with the check back on the turn, like the time to get the chips in was on the turn, essentially, yep. right? Or to bet big enough so we can easily move in on the river. Yeah. We didn't do any of that. We checked maybe to induce, but also to protect our stack. Let's follow through on that plan and protect our stack and control the pot here. It's a very clear call. And that's what Holzner does. It's a call where you're like, I'm almost always winning. I feel like I'm mostly winning this. Unless he has a really weird trip sevens kind of a hand. Or, he, or he, he can, I guess he can have 8-8, eight, eight, right? Or maybe 10-10 a little bit. But mostly I'm winning here. But why fuck around? It's a clear call.
1: So despite our misgivings about uh, a variety of plays on the flop and the turn, we like both players play on the river.
0: Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Good
1: absolutely. for them. Good for them. Uh, Holzner goes on to finish ninth because now he has you know, 10 blinds, and it's tough to
0: recover from that. He actually does recover for a little while. You know, he gets a big double up. Oh, does and does he? gets all the way back up to, like, 30 million or something like that for a little bit, but then bleeds back down and is screwed.
1: All right. Well, he got ninth. Yep. Yachman got fourth. Fourth in, for three uh, million. Kind of an epic way where, like, everything went wrong for him for a half hour. He he later said that he, th- he thought they were going to play down to four, and then when they came back and kept playing with three left, he was like, or what? With four, four left, he was a little de- like deflated and not focusing and stuff. Because Which is really weird. I kind of get it. Yeah. Like I, imagining, I've never played a tournament that lasted this long. I mean, I've played yeah. the main event, so I guess it lasted that long. But I wasn't there um, by that time.
0: <laughs> but right. you know,
1: equating it to exercise. You know, if I if I tell myself I'm gonna run eight laps of the whatever lap I'm running. Yeah. And like I get near the end of that eighth lap, and like I can't tell myself two more laps. I just can't do it. It's like it's over. Oh,
0: I'm a little different, actually. I'm more like, once I've gotten to that near end point, I, if you add it on, it's not as rough for me. I do better with that mm. stuff. So, so I guess that's why I couldn't relate. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, apparently he was very upset about that, distracted, complaining about it to the TD and stuff like that. And I don't know if that actually affected his play or not. Well, he only made $3 million, so... He made $2.1 million more than Holzner, and he played yeah. like four hours longer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, man. It's, it's crazy. crazy. That, that's poker. Yeah. It's life. Hey. First time no rehearsal. I say fuck second take. night is baby scratching on vinyls until the record break. Mr. One Night is all I need. No second day, so the rapper.